Come join Libby and Molly, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 81 of C-Chats, a.k.a. Consignment Chats. I just like C-Chats so much better. And Libby, yes. how you doing? Great, great. Just busy, you know. Building a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Look at you throwing out our mission statement. <laughs> just the bomb. I like the way you just like boop, throw it in there. Just get it in there. Yeah. All right. Episode 81. What has. See it with C chats. See it with so C chats. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it, these have been really uh, well received. Uh, start to finish different businesses, how they do it, what their day to day processing of items looks like. And uh, today we have Ashley of A&B Consignment, and she we did a spotlight on her previously that I'll link up. But uh, yeah, it's going to be really interesting, and I know she does things a little bit differently, as we all do. So this is going to be great. Yeah. All right. Let's go meet up with her. Let's go. So as promised, y'all, here she is, one of, I got to say, one of our favorites, mm-hmm. Ashley from A&B <laughs> Consignment. <laughs> Adore her. If y'all missed her episode that we've had her on before, you better head on back. Actually, Libby will link that up in the show notes, right? Oh, yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. Yeah, so y'all <laughs> hear more about Ashley, but uh, she's here to share some exciting things, right? Yeah, so we're doing one of our See It With Sea Chats episodes. I know you guys love them because you were able to see exactly what is involved with the process and what you're getting into if you're thinking about this life. So, all right. Ashley, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's start from the beginning. (laughs) Beginning of where? All right. So let's start with, all right, you get your consignments. We've talked all about like where people get their consignments. All right. You get a box bag of consignments. Where and how do you start the process? So I know that some of you guys do this as well, but I think a little over a year ago, I started. doing a consignment haul video on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I used to just process it, how I'm going to go into later, but I started um, going through the boxes or bags, lots of trash bags. Um, (laughs) I was going to say, typically more trash bags than boxes. Yes, lots of trash bags um, of clothes that are dropped off to me live on Instagram. It's kind of fun and it's kind of gross at the same time because you're going through these drop-offs that, I mean, most of the time they're wonderful, Um, but sometimes there's things that sneak in there and I go through it live. So I'm like excited. And, you know, I got the idea because people do thrift hauls all the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I can't do a thrift haul. That's really sad. And then I was like, (laughs) I could just do a consignment haul because Mm -hmm. I typically take post one client a week. So I'll take that person's drop off and I'll do it in that week. So then on Saturdays, sometimes Sundays, I'll go on Instagram in the morning and I will do a haul video of what that person dropped off and what is probably, but not always getting listed that week. I like the way you left that little leeway there. Probably <laughs> not always. Yeah, yeah. So we, we try to do a similar, we do a similar thing on Instagram, uh, 
Insta resale therapy where we'll unbox consignments as well. But it sounds like this is like an absolute part of your process, like step oh, one. I love, I love that. Yeah. If yeah. y'all have not seen it, I, I know Libby, you've seen it. I know we've both been to Ashley's un, unbagging or unboxing. So mm-hmm. you guys got to make sure you check that out on her Instagram because it is a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, I do it live and then I I post it on like as a video so anybody can go back later and watch it. And then if people ever have questions about an item, I've sold a lot from those. Um, I have some people that regularly jump on uh, just to shop them. And then, you know, later down the line, some people shop them as well. So it takes, it takes a lot of steps out of the consignment process because they're getting sold right then and there. And then they get first dibs. Those that watch the video might grab that item before it goes out to the rest of the public. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. I love that as a first step. That is, is just brilliant because I would say the less times you have to touch something, right? So if you're taking it out and it sells at the same time, you've just saved yourself a boatload of time and that's money. So very cool. Now. All right. So process wise, you go live on Instagram, you, you know, sell, let's say a couple of those items sell uh, from your haul. What do you use to um, ring them up to send an invoice? What does that look like? So I typically invoice through PayPal. Um, mm-hmm. There is one or two people that I know IRL, not URL. And <laughs> those people can pay me cash or Venmo or whatever mm-hmm. that is convenient for them. Some of them even pick up from my house directly. Um, but for the most part, it's invoice through PayPal. That way you have the security for shipping and everything else. Otherwise, you could be in a situation, and I know it's probably happened to everybody, where you send something via PayPal and they're like, I didn't get it or mm-hmm. whatever the case is. So there's no seller protection that way. So I, I typically use uh, PayPal invoicing. Okay. Excellent. All right. So we got those, you've invoiced through PayPal, you've done all that. The items that you didn't sell when you did your haul go through, I'm going to call that your regular consignment process or your regular process. And where do you start there? Great question. So they totally go through my regular consignment process. Now, when I'm doing the haul video, my guest bedroom slash office is a complete hot mess. Mm -hmm. So I will like hold up an item for everybody to see. And then when I'm done, I throw it in piles on the floor. So I have shoes in one corner, jeans, dresses, shirts, accessories. So that way I batch my work later. It's already sorted. And I also have a no thank you pile right by the door, Right. right by the door. As you walk out, <laughs> as you walk out, I can just take it right out. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. We love batching. That, reusing that trash bag as you walk that out the door. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, like sometimes it's stuff that like the person may have missed or they thought like, maybe she's going to want it. Maybe she's not going to want it. Like right now I'm wearing a, a t-shirt and I'm wearing it because I love it, but it has these three little pinholes. Mm. I know that they're there, but like somebody else might not notice they're there. So like when I'm holding it up and everything, like I'll be like, oh, can't solve that. So there it goes. But when somebody's cleaning out their closet, they're not going to see necessarily all those little flaws and stuff like that. Right. 
Sure. And I mean, I noticed a lot of times we don't see them until uh, we're photographing, right? Oh, Sometimes something shows minutes. up in a photograph that never showed up like to the naked eye or, mm-hmm. you know, on camera. And there so, even been times video. where we've missed it photographing it and somebody will send a question and say, is that a spot on the left shoulder? And you're like, no, you know, and then you look and you're like, I totally missed that. Like I totally missed that. And I feel like I have eagle eyes, but you miss them. I mean, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're only human. So we, we only miss, we miss things. We're human. And then when it's your own item, you typically overlook a lot of things. Cause you're like, Oh, I love that shirt. Or you just are so used to like wearing it and washing it and putting it away that you might not even know that as a mm-hmm. designer. Right. Yeah. Excellent point. Excellent point. All right. So you have those and you have them sorted and back or you have them sorted. Um, what do you use to enter your inventory and track your consignments? So like, are you photographing them first, entering them into inventory? What does that look like? So for me, that looks like I take my pictures first, typically on a Monday or a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I measure all those items. So I'll photograph them, measure them, continue throwing items out that don't meet the standards, things of that nature. When I um, I photograph them and then they go into a pile and then I measure them. And when so I measure where, them, I got a quick question. Where are you putting your measurements? Do you have like a notepad or are you putting, oh, a handy dandy notebook. All right, yeah. old school, yeah. I am so old school. I, and this way also I can rip this paper off and I can Mm -hmm. carry it with me when I want to do listings on the go. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I said that's smart. Yes. (laughs) So I always use like, um, ruled paper. So I always put the size on the side Mm -hmm. and then I start with the item, um, brand. And then next to that, the measurements and all my measurements are always the same. So I always do and I always do them in the same order. So it keeps everything very uh, uniform for me. When I do that, it's like, you know, shoulder to hem, across the chest, across the waist sleeve. And that's for shirts and dresses. And then for pants, it's across the waist, rise, inseam, and then out seam. Okay. So you put all your measurements are in the same order. I do this. I do very similar, except I do it in our uh, consignment software. So, all right, so you're doing that. You have your measurements, you have your photos. Where do your photos reside when you take them? So they go right from my computer, right from my phone mm-hmm. into my computer. I have um, Apple everything. So mm-hmm. it's like a seamless transfer. Um, mm-hmm. And I edit them in um, Photo Room. And I okay. pay for the bulk, for the $69.99 for the year because I find it completely worth it. I do too. I agree. agree. All right. So are they just random? Are they, do you have drafts started? Like, do you use anything to store them other than your computer? I do not use anything to store them. So the first thing that I will do, I will edit them. And when I edit them, I will do one um, listing edit at a time. So I will edit all the pictures for a shirt and then the next shirt at a time. And I will create drafts after I edit that group of photos. So real quick, I'm going to share my screen. Yeah. Okay. And these are all pictures that I edited this morning. Oh, they look great. Right. So so you do your drafts first in posh. Posh Correct. Yeah. Okay. And I only do the photos. 
So I only edit the photos and add them in and then I save that draft. Okay. So there's nothing else in there. Okay. Yep. So then after I do that and I have all of the um, batched photos edited in, I'm going to stop sharing my screen for a second. I will create those drafts and I will list in Poshmark the entire items that I have for that week. And I will okay. do that probably over the course of two days. Okay. When I, after I enter them into Poshmark, I have a spreadsheet that a friend of mine who white fiance is a reseller helped me create. So it is an Excel spreadsheet mm -hmm. and I'm going to share my screen again. I just opened it up. Your uh, photos look beautiful in Poshmark. They look they absolutely really gorgeous. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. Really beautiful. I am quickly ask a question about your photos. You say you take your photos on your phone and then you edit them. Do you not take them straight through the photo room app on your phone? No, I don't. I, um, it's curious. I, I know people do both. I, I do mine right from the app just and edit. And them you right take there. them and it edits them right there. Yeah. It edits them right. As you take it, it edits. You can like, if they're a little yellow, you just slide the thing, take the yellow out and then save them in my phone. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah, I know I hear, but Libby, you like to do yours from your phone first, right? Because I do. I don't like to do a lot of things from my phone. I find it much easier to do on the laptop or the um, desktop. So I have like a split thing. Like I pretty much exclusively list and type on my computer, but photos I edit on the, um, the phone and then my phone shoots them directly to my computer. Mm -hmm. But like all my shipping and like spreadsheet maintenance is all done on the, the laptop. Gotcha. Right. So I just hid all my consigners names so I can show you my spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to share my screen again. So this is an Excel spreadsheet that was um, created with me. So what happens is I'm going all the way to the top. It is listed by size, we have size, brand, description, whether it has new with tags, any notes about the item, the date it was listed. Then I have, this is the super fun part. The date it sold, the place it sold, the price it sold for, if I paid any shipping fees, if what the fees taken out were, okay. what the net is, what their percentage is and what my percentage is. Okay. Perfect. So what do you generally do as a split for your consigners? So I have three different levels. So I have under a hundred is 50, 50. Mm -hmm. If it sells for between 100 and $250, it is 60, 40 in their favor. And if it sells for over $250, it's 70, 30 in their favor. Okay, right. very good. And that is after fees, correct? It looks like you take the fees out? Yes, correct. First. Okay. So like some of the notes, most of the notes just have to do with there's missing beads, things like that. I do have some consigners who have very specific, um, this woman right here, she collects Lily Pulitzer. Mm -hmm. So she will give me 
the print name, the style name, all types of things when she gives oh, me. Oh, nice. <laughs> and she will also give me minimums that I should, I can accept for it because she just knows that value. Gotcha. Okay, that's great to have somebody that, that knows that like that. Exactly. It's fantastic. Um, so let's say um, this dress sold right here. So mm-hmm. I would say today is 7-6-22. It sold, let's see, on Poshmark. So then if I type Posh1, that's going to do a 50-50 split. I say it sold for $25. I hit tab. The fees automatically come out. The net is right here. And then there is their percentage and there is my percentage. Great. Great. Awesome. Perfect. So now let's say I took, I gave a shipping discount. Aha. Uh-huh. It automatically does that for me. Now, how many different platforms do you have set up that you uh, would sell on? I have three set up because sometimes I sell on Macari. Well, actually I have four. So sometimes I sell on Macari. Sometimes I do not. Um, Right now it's not active. I just have too much going on. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have Posh, eBay, in-person sales, which would be like from the consignment things. Or if I did like, I used to do pop-up shops pre-COVID. So they would be on there. And then Macari. Okay. All right. So, all right. Next question is, you, you have all this. I totally see. Thank you. This is great. It's a very clear explanation of how to process it. What you want to put it on another platform, right? So you showed us how you get the draft started in mm-hmm. Poshmark. How do you, how do you cross list? What does so that look I, like for you? I use list perfectly mm-hmm. to cross list. That is my, um, I guess app or it's not an app, but what is it? Platform, platform, platform. browser installation of choice. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, that's what we use. Um, we love it. I just, um, we're huge fans of List Perfectly and everything they do, um, especially yeah. their community and the way they support their users. So yeah, we do that. So then how do you decide where you're going to list something or does everything get cross-listed? Everything gets cross-listed. Everything gets cross-listed. Okay. Yeah, there is nothing that doesn't. I mean, I used to like pick and choose, but then I figured why. Like it makes it harder for at the end for me to remember where I need to delist it from and everything like that. It doesn't give it the the viewership or the eyes that it could have because mm-hmm. you don't know who's going to be searching for what. Yeah. Right. So what's the time frame between listing it on Poshmark, getting it done, and then the cross-listing? Do you do that right away or does it do you wait before you cross-list? So I like I am like super like how I do things is very, I don't know, OCD maybe. Um <laughs> so like Mondays typically, sometimes Tuesdays I take pictures. Wednesdays and Thursdays I list. Fridays and Saturdays, if necessary, I'll cross-list. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's great. All right. So you're consigned, you're selling things. Uh, it sounds like most of what you do is consignment. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, how, how do you do the, the payouts? Let's say you're done and you don't have to provide a screen share or anything like that. Like generally what's your process for paying out your consigners? Is there an end period to your consignment? How does that work? 
So for me, I have until the 15th of the next month to pay. So right now we have June payments are processing. So I'll have until July 15th to send everybody their payments. Um, I take my spreadsheet, I sort it by date sold, I copy and paste it into another spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. um, and then I delete the sold items from that one. When I do that, I also use that second spreadsheet for my tax purposes for my accountant. So he can see like where everything sold, what uh, my seller fees were, things like that. And I also, at the end of the month, put in my storage unit fee. I put in my eBay subscription fee. I put in any poly mailers that I had to pay for. If I bought, um, you know, packing tape, anything like that. So everything is done and itemized um, monthly and then mm -hmm. I can sell it, sell it, send it to him with the click of a button. Awesome. Oh, that's nice. Awesome. You're so organized. I like this. She is. Do you remember from the spotlight? That was the that was her piece of advice: is keep everything organized, no matter what you do. Be organized. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it sticks with me sometimes. I'll be like, "What would Ashley do?" <laughs> I almost made her spit her drink. <laughs> yes, I will spit my drink out. Um, my husband thinks I'm too organized. Um, He's always like, oh, where is this? And I'm like, it's where it should be. And he's like, you got to stop moving things. I'm like, you just have to stop leaving things in the inappropriate places. <laughs> <laughs> Everything should have a place. I, I try in my house to say nothing comes into the house unless it has a place. Like, I agree. Unless it has, except my consignments. <laughs> yeah. They're the exception. They so, are. all right, you have a, what does your volume look like um, as far as how many active pieces you have between uh, 800 and 1200 between 800 and 1200 okay so that's a significant amount tell us a little bit about all right it's been listed it's for sale then what happens where is it well, there many you should ask um i sorry my cat and my dog are fighting <laughs> uh, so if they start knock it off if they start acting crazy, um, so real life. everything gets folded after I measured it and put into a plastic gallon Ziploc bag. I got them from Walmart and I reuse them religiously. I am huge anti-plastic person. It is not my preferred anything. I even buy mailers that are um, made from corn and they're compostable. I just hate plastic. However, if you don't want things to smell and you don't want bugs and you don't want, there is necessary plastic times. So it gets put into a plastic bag and then I put it in each consigner has their own bin or bins. Okay. So I put them in the plastic bag in their own bin or bins. If they have a large amount of items with me, they will probably have multiple bins. And at the bottom of every listing they have a three letter code that corresponds with their name and the city that they live in. <laughs> okay. I like it. Thank you. So it would be like TCW would be somebody's code and all their bins have their first and last name. And then that three letter code at the bottom of it. And then I just store the bins um, kind of by, by in location to my house where they live. I know that sounds really weird, but that's how I do it. <laughs> All right. 
So people that live in like Atlantic County at one end of New Jersey start all the way on the right-hand side and then it kind of moves all the way around in a U shape. And then by the time you get to the door, that's like people that live in my town. <laughs> oh, I love it. So did you- so organized. So Can you organized. show us the, the pictures you have of the actual storage? Now, is it a separate storage unit? Yes. Or, so it, okay. It, it is a storage unit. It is like less than a mile from my house, maybe mm-hmm. two miles actually, but it is really close. Um, and my husband is also a germaphobe. So it really grosses him out to have other people's clothes in our house. Okay. I so, love it. We got uh, the OCD and the germaphobe. Yes. Oh my God. We are quite a combination. No, <laughs> work in an awesome organized way. I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. COVID was his Super Bowl. He was like sanitizing everything. Like he prepared for it his entire life being a germaphobe. He was a professional. We still have never caught it. Let me open up my photos. So did you always have the storage unit? Because one of the questions that people continuously ask is what, when should I have a storage unit? Is it worth it? What was your process like for that? Or it was just, that's what I have to do. Um, I pretty much always had it. I went from okay. selling my stuff and my cousin and my best friend stuff, which was okay. Mm-hmm. And then my next client gave me 12 bins and she was like a friend of a friend and she's amazing. But my husband was like, no, that's not happening. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. So the, these are pictures of my storage unit. And I even had like extra boxes and you know, the tissue paper here, this is my plus size dress form on the right hand side. I keep the standard one in my house mm-hmm. and then the plus size one, um, I just take in and out as needed. And then these are Baker's racks from tar- or Target, Baker's racks from um, Home Depot. And okay. that's what I use too. Yeah. <laughs> They're great. That's the dog. getting bitten by the cat um so then they have I used to use like a number right here you can say like Mm -hmm. I used to use a number inventory system um actually when I use consignment software I use that I think Mm -hmm. and I switched to the town and the first and last name and then so then like this is all one person right here these three bins these bins are another person these okay. are another person. Like, so those people have a bunch, but then these are my personal inventory. This is somebody else's. This is all one person. This is like accessories and shoes. Okay. So it's stored, so it's stacked up. And then I have coats on a rolling rack. You can see them here. So like okay. coats and like formal dresses, sometimes I won't put in the bin just because they're too bulky and I will yeah. store them there. Yeah. 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 So do you physically go to the storage unit every day and do you ship from there? Oh, I'm sorry, Molly. I stole it from you. That's been on my tongue, like this whole, you know, less than a mile away. But then what does your shipping process look like? So Monday, Monday through Friday, I ship during the school year. I ship every day. Um, I drive. And even when my daughter was in preschool, but when she was in preschool, she, my shipping was three days a week. Um, because she only went to preschool three half days. Um, but so Monday through Friday during the school year, I ship every day. 
Um, I drop her off. I hit it to the storage unit and then I come home. So it's like a little, boop, boop, little triangle that I do in the summer. It's a little bit harder. So I ship Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, no matter what. And mm-hmm. if I can, I will ship Tuesdays and Thursdays, but it's been a little bit extra lately with the broken arm and yeah. all that going on. So it's, it's been the Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Gotcha. Well, that works. Our listeners missed because we were talking off camera about the broken arm. Um, her daughter broke her arm at the very end of school. So that's broken. Yes, the yeah, the second to last day of school, um, she came home and she fell off the monkey bars out back and she broke her. Oh my gosh. We're authentic here. This is real life, Ashley. It's it's all real life. Okay. Um, She fell off the monkey bars and she fractured her humerus right above the growth plate. And she is in a full cast from covers her hand and it goes all the way up to here. And because she's only seven, she cannot um, fully go to the bathroom by herself, like clean herself. She can't take a shower by herself. She can't wash her hands because she can't go like this. So like I have to wash one hand and then sanitize the other hand with hand sanitizer. Um, She's actually, at first she couldn't get dressed, but now she's like. She's figured it out. She's figured it out. So she can do that. Um, But there's like, it's been a a very eventful few weeks. Oh my gosh. I bet. bet. So everybody give a little part. We're hoping one more week by the time this airs, that cast is going to be gone. Really? Oh, wow. I forgot how, how quickly kids heal. Yeah. 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 So in one week, it will be a month that you will have had the cast. So we're going to cut it off, take some extra x-rays and they said hopefully it will be off off but i hope for both of you that's not a fun it'll be good to spend her summer so yeah yeah i've been through that a couple times oh my guys so i i feel for you jump in the pool and not worry about getting a cast wet (laughs) yeah i can't i i wasn't do you do your shipping sorry back to the shipping I, i had a little question there do you do your shipping at your house yes yep oh okay okay that was, that was my only question. So you pick up the items, you bring them back, you do all the stuff you need to do, label them, send them out. Okay. Yeah. So I should have taken pictures of my office. So my husband used to work at a location and then this past month he got a promotion and now he works from home. So our office is a shared office now, um, which is fantastic. However, not when I'm doing an interview. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So right now I'm downstairs, but I have, we have like each have our own desk and, um, you know, I have my, like, I have my Rolo printer and I have the bedroom cause it was a bedroom. So the closet door on the inside, like all the poly mailers, they're organized by like size. And then I have my little stickers and all that kind of stuff. Sounds like you're set up Molly. I know. I know. <laughs> I want to see pictures of yours. So for those that listen on iTunes, will you share some of your pictures of your storage and maybe we can put those on our social media and our story the week of this airs so that people can see what we see. Yes, yeah. I can send those. 
to you via text message as I snap my finger. Y'all really need to go over on YouTube if you and watch this because Ashley sitting here with the biggest smile on her face yet trying to control her animals in the background. <laughs> it's really but, um, fun to watch. <laughs> so, do you do any? Do you still do um, the Galaxy Live sales, or is Instagram your live now? Well, I always was doing always, but like I was always always like for the whenever I started doing lives doing it on Instagram and then I did do some galaxy sales it was not the right fit for me I put in my viewership to go from Instagram Mm -hmm. to um galaxy okay I think that's better suited for people that are vintage sellers like if you're a depoppy kind of person Mm -hmm. or you can dedicate the time to a social media like I don't have the time to dedicate to social media to get my viewers to RSVP. Um, I was just approved though for whatnot. So mm-hmm. I have an onboarding call um, in two Wednesdays okay. for that. So I'll be trying that next. All right. All right. <laughs> and where will that, where will that fit in? Like when you did the Galaxy, when you did Galaxy or whatever live selling platform you use, where will you fit that into your process? Like what will that look like? Will that be the same stuff you're doing on Instagram? Will it be you going to your storage unit and pulling stuff out? What do you think? So when I was doing it on um, Galaxy, I was going to my storage unit and pulling stuff out. I like, in my brain, I feel like it's a better thing, better thing, better feel to have like a cohesive sale. I mean, mm-hmm. normally when you got a consign, well, the best part about consignment is when you get a consignment client, their items are typically the same size and the same style. So you could essentially just pull one person's um, consignment bin and do that. But if you want to be more size inclusive than whoever you're pulling, um, Mm -hmm. I like to do like a theme, like Valentine's day or back to school or Y2K or whatever it is for that day. Does anybody want a job? (laughs) Got one. Are they all consigning dogs, friends? No, yeah. no, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> She's from Amish country, so you know she likes wide open spaces and barking. Yes. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> well, Ashley, as always, this has been an absolute joy talking to you, listening to your process, watching how you do everything. I'm now inspired to tweak a few things in my process. That's why I love this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Libby's going to um, link everything up so people can find you. And- well, and you will have your very own business flow chart like we did for the other yeah. C-, C chats where I describe. That's why I was asking some of the questions I was asking um, so that we can get a visual representation of how your business process flows. And uh, people have really enjoyed those. And sometimes even when I did my own, it was a little eye-opening to me. I was like, wait a second, I need to cut this part out. I need to be more efficient. So so I am really excited for something that we are working on together. <gasps> I was going to ask you about it. Yay. <laughs> I'm so excited because we are working on a reseller candle for the month of November featuring you lovely ladies of consignment chats. I am so excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. So wow. I'm going to have to ask you how that fits into the flow chart and the business and everything. What I does know, it look right? like when you do that? Because that is a 
big part, that connection and the crafting. And that is a big part of your business. There's got to be a whole other spreadsheet for that. (laughs) How do you manage that? Um, Because it's kind of a concern. I don't know. I just put it in as they sell onto Mm -hmm. my spreadsheet. Um, And as far as making them, I just do it when I, my brain has time. I don't know. I don't really okay, know how that okay. happens. I know that and I then you before the, the next month. So <laughs> yeah, so we are, our candle will be coming out in November, I believe is our yes. month. That's our uh, month. Molly has a flight of candles there behind her that Ashley had made. Yes. Right. Ooh, right there. <laughs> we love them. Uh, yeah. We're just really excited about that collaboration. Yes. So we get to figure out what our fragrance, our scents are going to be, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you got, you guys need to check out, um, you have some in your, your shop, right? That's where Libby bought me my flight gift of candles. Do you sell them exclusively on Poshmark? So I sell the reseller candles on Poshmark or Etsy. And then the signature scents I sell exclusively on Poshmark. Okay. And I think, was it Leslie's that's out this week, this month? Yes. So Leslie, a reseller's passion, her, um, her signature scent is vanilla coffee. And instead of taking like, um, any proceeds for her candle, she is donating it to the hydro something. I, 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 I read it and now I, hydro, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Her daughter was born with this disease and she is donating the proceeds of her candle to this um, charity for her in her daughter Sonia's name. Yes. I love it. Wonderful. Wonderful. So you're providing avenues for people to raise money in their community and for the causes that are important to them. And that, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So not everybody has chosen to donate to a different Mm -hmm. charity. Um, the first person that did was, uh, Deneen Frugal Fashionista. Mm -hmm. She, she actually donated to my daughter's Girl Scout troop. So, oh, yeah, it was so sweet. I'm actually like welling up because it was so kind of her. It was like her own idea. And she's like, well, all the, all the candles that sell, your daughter can have the money for. I love that. That is really wonderful. Wow. This community is, is the best. I know. I'm, gonna, I'm thinking of the sense, like when I think of Leslie with the vanilla coffee, that is so her because she's always drinking her coffee like I am. Like, I love that she yes. loves her coffee. So Libby, we're going to have fun figuring out what is the C-Chat scent. I have, I have some ideas, so. All right. Um, yeah. Got some talking. We got <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned, you all. Come in November. The Hydrocephalus Association that okay. uh, Miss Leslie's candle proceeds are going to. Wonderful. I what a wonderful. Her. I adore her. I adore yeah. everything she does, her creativity, her soul, her spirit. She's amazing. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yes. All right. How are you, my friend? Thank you so much. Thank you. Again, I can't wait to come up with the next reason we can pull you in to be with us because we love having you. Yes. Uh, thank I you. I already know it's going to be prior or at your candle launch time does yes thinking (laughs) oh all right we got to come up with some good ideas (laughs) maybe we can even like meet IRL to give you the first candle (gasps) Molly is headed this way to um in September she's headed up to I think too early though 
I could meet if we get everything. All right, we will get you what you need. All right. Oh, this could be fun. <laughs> I like your thinking. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope to see you girls. Even if not, maybe we can still just meet up and oh, know, absolutely. Yep. Do some thrifting or have a posh and sip or a sip and sip. Who knows? <laughs> or a sip right. sip. <laughs> sip and sip. I like that too. Awesome. All right, yeah. Ashley, we love having you. Thank you so much. Thank for you. Time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, so much fun. Always with so that. So much fun. And I can't help but compare and contrast to the other See It With Sea Chats episodes. There's a playlist for them. If you guys haven't seen them, check it out. Different ways you might increase your efficiency, different ways you might think about doing things. But it always strikes me how much different everybody's process yep. is. And they're all working for everybody, which yes. I love. Everybody makes it work for them, right? Yes. And I, I, I walked away it. with some ideas for sure. I did too. Sure. You have yeah. some tweaking to do on my end. And I really could use her OCD for organization popping into my life. So <laughs> just a little bit. Sometimes I'm good, but oof, I need her for five minutes, five minutes. Yeah. But I just always love her positivity, her energy. Um, I just, I adore her. We adore Yeah, she is an asset to the community for sure. An 100%, asset. 100%. Mm-hmm. So today started Molly's Listapalooza summer, summer, what did we should have come up with? We were saying that we were calling it a festival because we're doing it. This is our second of three this summer. Yes. We're in, yes. Month two, July 13th through the 15th. So it started today. This is our first time hosting the Listapalooza on weekdays versus over a weekend. So I'm really curious to see the difference in listing numbers and participation when doing it during the work week versus the weekend, right? Like, yeah, I am very curious. I'm very curious. We'll see. If you haven't joined us on a list of Palooza and you want to jump on over to our private community on Facebook, because that is a great place. We do an event over there. It's a great place to get positively supported and get your back, padded and your lift ups and your humor throughout it all as we all go through this list of palooza together and what is a list of palooza so i want to say that we it is open to online so we call it listing but yep. it is open to brick and mortar stores as well for all those items that are coming in whether they're consignment buyout right the rules are a little bit different um, but it's still pretty easy. We have brick and mortar that participate. We have online and we get up as many listings as possible. We set goals and yeah, just hop Makes on sense. and First see what it's all, all about. We, we encourage you to put in the, in our little private event, your own personal goal that you're striving for, for that three days. But then we also create a, an overall group goal that we strive for as a group to meet. And we do have prizes for first and second place. We Even do. though we like to say everyone's a winner in Molly's List of Palooza. Why? Because it boosts all of our business and we all love yes. doing it together. It's so much fun. But and I want to say, I've said this for the previous ones we've done. The most impressive thing to me is the person that gets in there and does at least one listing a day. That first listing is the hardest. Like, don't feel like you need to throw up big numbers. Sometimes that one is all you need. 
That's all you need. It's sometimes the hardest, but anybody that gets in there and does, you know, one listing, it's one listing more than you had before. And we are all for that. That's why we say we don't give trophies to everybody, but in our community, we all really do get trophies. Right. (laughs) I know because it makes us sad. There's always that somebody that wants to come and say, but I just listed three. No, we no such thing as just three. You listed three items. That's awesome. You know. Yeah. All right. What else you got to tell us about besides being in the middle, of the beginning stages of this round? I know we're all listed palooza. We're all oh, listed palooza. Last week, this week, we're talking about it. Uh, community. So we are talking about this the, for the month of July. Our topic. We like to have a topic for the month is community. Mm -hmm. And not only community in C-chats and other resellers and community that way, but how we can use community in our business to, you know, grow our sales, grow our, whatever your mission is, whether it's to grow your customer base, grow your sales, uh, provide items. And we're getting a lot of awesome feedback in different ways people are implementing that and I've just been really enjoying, enjoying that in our community, talking about community for our business, because we separate those as two different things. And um, if you're not using community to grow your business, um, hop in to our, to hop into the C-Chats community, get some ideas and don't, don't miss out on that wonderful opportunity. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Yeah. A lot of what everybody's doing is, is pretty amazing. Pretty Mm -hmm. amazing. It's always fun to read and hear about. Love it, love it. And give us a thumbs up on this video if you're watching it, please. Yeah. Um, go ahead, just click that button. Click that bell. Oh, click Bring the bell. bell. Yeah, we haven't gone live in a while. We might we might be due for another live episode. And you want to have that bell click so you know, hey, ladies are going live. <laughs> I love that you just said we need to do a live again because you used to hate doing mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. Look at how much you've grown. You know why? That's like saying I just listed one. Look, now you're <laughs> I think we should do a live. <laughs> because of the community. Because of the community and all the support and camaraderie that we've received both in our consignment business and in our C-Chats uh, group is why I like to go live. Yeah. Because it is a positive experience. Love yeah. it. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So um, subscribe. Like, follow, all those good things. Our friends that listen to us over on iTunes, on podcast, give us that little um, rating, that feedback we prefer. How many stars, Libby? Five. Put the whole hand <laughs> out there. Come on. Come on. Um, Patreon, right? Oh, yeah. That's like next level community. Um, so we offer coaching on Patreon and monthly uh, we do monthly calls on Patreon where it's more a more personal experience. It's not recorded. There is nothing like that. Uh, we just really get down into the nitty gritty and talk about consignment life, reselling life, ideas, business boosters. Um, we have accountability, which that's my thing. <laughs> accountability, we get networking and we get a lot of support, laughs and love. It's been great. It's been really wonderful to be able to do that on a more personal level. Really so we just that. 
throw out a lot of information out there, but the easiest way to get it all and <laughs> in one simple form is to go to consignmentchats.com. And that's where you can link up to whatever of all this platforms and things we said fits in your lifestyle. So yes. Yeah. All right, Libby, until next time. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby and Molly, the ladies of consignment chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us at consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, you can find us on Facebook in our Consignment Chats community. Until next time.